In this episode, you will find out about 10 plus audience building and marketing automation best practices that have huge benefits for any small businesses that uses them the right way. Besides those best practices, we will also go through a real life example that reveals the best hack anyone can use to make their audience grow several times faster than normally possible. My name is Istvan Show, and welcome to the 47 Marketing Show that helps entrepreneurs like you to get more done in less time, grow your business and gain freedom through marketing automation, delegation and processes. If these topics are interesting to you, then make sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and enjoy a new episode every week. And now let's get started. Just a quick note, this is a special collection episode, which means we put this together from previous episodes so you can find the best audience building tips conveniently in one place. With that said, let's queue up the content. Enjoy it. Let's quickly start with why build an audience, why grow an online audience. Well, the simple fact is complete strangers will not buy from you. People need to know you, like you and trust you quite a bit to pull out their credit card and give you their hard-earned money. And that is what building an audience does for you. It turns strangers into a group of people who know you, like you and trust you to a certain level. With that said, let's dive into the list of the marketing automation best practices for small businesses. Number one, understand the journey of your customers. We start with strangers and ends with regularly returning clients. Although in this episode we are focusing on the first stage only, how to build an audience from scratch, it is still important for you to have at least a basic understanding of that entire journey. So these are the five main stages. First, strangers turning into your audience. Then some of your audience transforming into warm traffic, into visitors of your funnels. And the third stage is when some percent of your visitors turn into leads. Then some of those leads buying a product from you. And the fifth stage is when one-time customers turn into regularly returning clients. Okay, the next marketing automation best practice is number two, start with the end in mind. Always know upfront what you want to achieve in the area of audience building, what your end goal is. From that, work out backwards the sub-goals that will help you to reach the end goal. And after that, choose the relevant marketing automation strategies to get there. Marketing automation best practice number three, know your audience, create an avatar of your ideal customer, who they are, what they do, how they feel and think and so on. The more clear you are about it, the easier things get and the more effective your marketing will be. And in every single content you create, talk to that avatar. That way your content will grab the attention of the right people and will build you an audience of your ideal potential customers. Number four, leverage videos. This is an absolute fundamental best practice. Video content is a form of marketing automation because you create every video once 
and after you publish them, they are working for you 24 7, 365 days, and are building your audience without you being there. Videos have a lot more marketing automation benefits than that. With a smart hack that anyone can do, it's possible to grow an online audience several times faster than normally. And here's how. Marketing automation best practice number five, be smart. Another reason why creating videos is a really smart practice is because you can easily repurpose them, which means each video you record can be turned into multiple videos, podcasts, blog posts, social media posts, emails, and so on. You record one video and with smart repurposing, you can turn that into several content assets, which will help you to grow your audience on multiple platforms and a lot faster than normally possible. Let me interrupt for a moment. If you are enjoying this episode so far, then give us a thumbs up. That supports us to create more content for you just like this one. Thank you for your like and with that done, now let's continue. The next marketing automation best practice is number six, do it step by step. Growing your audience with marketing automation systems is a huge and complex activity. It can be overwhelming at first glance and the only way to avoid that bad experience is by doing it step by step. Which leads us to the next best practice. Number seven, be persistent. It's not only a huge and complex activity, it is a long-term and ongoing game, which means if you want to successfully and consistently grow an audience, you gotta be persistent and keep taking steps after steps until your audience building can run without your day-to-day -day involvement. Number eight, be consistent. Publishing content here and there every now and then is not going to build you a valuable audience. Be consistent with your content production and publication to keep growing your audience that ultimately will grow your business as well. Although consistency is key, you will see it in a minute. There's a smart way to do the content creation so it doesn't eat up your time every day, every week. Okay, the next marketing automation best practice is number nine, use the ADP strategy. This is a three-step marketing automation strategy. When you're setting up marketing automation systems with the purpose of building your audience, the rule of thumb is to automate as much of the activities as possible, delegate the parts that are not possible to automate, and the most important step is processes, clear and detailed guides on what needs to be done by an automation or your team, how and when, in order to get things done the most efficiently without your day-to-day -day involvement. By using this ADP marketing automation strategy, you can truly replace yourself in most of your audience building and at the same time, keep growing your audience and business. Later, you will see a real life example on how to build an audience with the ADP strategy. And now let's talk about best practice number 10, track and optimize. From the very beginning, track the performance of each part of your audience building, avoid guesswork on what is working and what's not, 
use the numbers, make, make decisions and optimizations based on those. Now let's go through the real life audience building example. This is how we publish multiple content items daily without me being involved in it every day. Although this is an ongoing work of a team, let me remind you of the ultimate purpose of every marketing automation system, having various assets that can replace you in certain parts of your marketing and business and can help you to generate you cash flow and can grow your business without your day-to-day -day involvement. And that is exactly what published videos and other types of contents can do for you. The real life example we are about to go through covers three key parts, the tools, the processes, and most importantly, how much time it can save you. Let's start with a few really useful tools for content creation and publishing. In the automation part, Trello with the Butler extension is great for managing all the tasks and the related team members and automating a significant part of that process. Another really useful marketing automation software is a social media manager tool that saves us a lot of time and helps us to keep up the schedule of publication. There are many social media manager tools available. Sociopilot is one of the best in that area. Social media platforms don't allow third-party tools to schedule everything. In those cases, if available, we use native scheduling on social media platforms. I love doing things efficiently at the same time keeping them as simple as possible. And that's why we use Google Drive, Google Docs, and Google Spreadsheets to manage all the media assets, videos, images, copies, guides, and so on. If you remember, the most important part of the ADP strategy is processes, clear and detailed guides on what needs to be done by an automation or your team, how and when, in order to get things done the most efficiently without your day-to-day -day involvement. And to create those guides, I use Loom, which is an easy to use screen recording tool and bullet points in a Google Doc or multiple Google Docs. Before we go through the steps, one last tool, which is Upwork, it is a freelance portal where you can hire the right freelancers easily. The biggest ongoing benefit of it is the automated timesheet-based payments that saves me hours of time each week because I do not need to manually collect the invoices, check the details, make the payments for each freelancers and so on. Upwork automatically takes care of all that. Let me interrupt for a moment. If you are enjoying this episode so far, then give us a thumbs up that supports us to create more content for you just like this one. Thank you for your like and with that done, let's continue. Now let's go through the steps of how we use the ADP strategy for audience building. These are kind of bonus best practices. Step one, ideas. We collect content ideas in a Google Doc. Anytime we have a new idea, we just drop it in easily and use it later or throw it away. Uh, if I later think it's no longer a good idea. Step two, planning. 
The Ideas Doc is a brain dump without any specific order. So once a month, I sit down and strategically plan what the upcoming contents will be to grow our audience more. Currently, I do this and later on, I will delegate it to free up my time. Step three, research. Depending on the content I'm planning to do, researching can be, can take a lot of time. It is a step that is definitely worth delegating. Step four, script. Depending on your style, this can be a full-blown script, word-to-word -word what you are going to say in the videos or slides, or simply the bullet points of the key elements. I tried all and I prefer the full brown script that I can put onto a teleprompter up. Currently, I write the scripts for the videos because I want to improve my writing skills and find my own voice. But long term, it is a best practice to delegate this. Step five, preparation for recording. This is preparing the teleprompter script or presentation, setting up the sets for recording and so on. With the mindset of the ADP strategy, this should be done by your team. Step six, recording. Ultimately, this is the only one step you should do to be the start of your videos. And the rest of the steps can be done by automations, delegations, and processes. At the beginning, I recorded one new video each week, which is the hard way to do it because that requires me to be involved in the process more ongoingly. The much more efficient way I'm doing the recordings now is recording in book four or five videos in one go. So each month I have one recording day and the rest of the month I am free from the actual content creation. Step seven, preparation for post-production. This is about organizing the video parts, the images, adding notes, uploading everything to Google Drive and so on. Basically preparation for the next steps. Ultimately, this is another task for your team. Step eight, transcription. We do this for two reasons. First, to add subtitles to our videos, which helps the platforms to understand more the content of the videos and makes it understandable for your viewers even without the sound on. There are some live situations when viewers watch videos without the sound. Uh, and second, the transcription is used for repurposing the videos. It is the base of any written content like blog posts, emails, social media posts, and so on. This is a step that my team does. Step nine, graphic design. Images like thumbnails, covers, social media images, and more images that support the video, audio, and written content also a step that's best to be delegated to your team. Step 10, video editing. It's about creating different video and audio formats for different platforms. This can be time consuming depending on your videos and the level of your video and audio editing skills. From the very beginning, I delegate this part of the process to my video editor on my team to free up my time and get better results. 
Step 11, copywriting from transcriptions and the video notes, creating different written variations of the same content, like blog posts, emails, social media posts, podcast notes, video descriptions, and so on. Although I like copywriting, I delegate this as well so I can use my time to do other things. Step 12, sharing the content assets. From one video and a few photos, we create 25-30 content assets each week. Those are shared on various platforms throughout 10 weeks. As we've been doing this consistently each week, there are 25-30 content assets to share, which you can imagine takes quite a lot of work and time each, uh, each week, even with using marketing automation tools. That's why I fully delegate this step to my team so I can focus on other marketing and business activities. Step 13, analyze, optimize, and adjust. One of the best practices I mentioned in the previous episode is to track the performance of your marketing automations and optimize based on that. So from time to time, I check on the numbers and decide what to optimize and adjust Ultimately, this is worth delegating as well. In a moment, I will share with you how much time the ADP strategy saves me on this process. But before that, a quick important note, as you can feel it, it is a lot of ongoing work and time overall to create content, repurpose it and publish everything and do all that consistently. The reason why I'm investing time, money, and energy into it is because every single content piece we publish is a marketing automation asset. It is working for us 24-7, 365 days to build our audience, even the content that we put out there years ago. Some of our content didn't perform well, while some videos got tens of thousands of views, the biggest result comes from the compound effect. In the past two and a half years, we've reached hundreds of thousands of people in total, and day by day, our audience is growing even when I'm not working, and it has a real positive effect on the rest of my business. To circle back how much time the ADP strategy saves me on content creation and publishing, Every week, the marketing automations that are in place and my team do over 40 hours of work. By myself, it would not be possible to do all this work. It took about a year to step-by-step step build up this entire content creation and publishing system with the ADP strategy. It's absolutely worth it and we keep scaling it up. If you're starting out now, I want you to understand that, that this is a step-by-step -step process. It takes time and the best to do it with the ADP strategy in mind from the very beginning. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please leave us a five-star rating and review. It supports us to create more episodes for you just like this one. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. And with that said, now let me ask you a question. Could this be the easiest way to gain your social media momentum? Find out how to get your next 100 days of engaging social media posts done in less than 30 minutes without hiring an expensive social media team. Go to 47smi.com to discover more about it now. You can find the link in the description as well. See you at 47smi.com.